Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you think if Christine didn't object that Mary and Cody would have gotten back together? They would have reconciled and they would have had a little bit more of a relationship? Uh, yeah. Because when Cody says and thinks that type of stuff, it usually happens. Wow. (laughs) That could have changed the whole trajectory of Mary's life. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, our Sister Wives edition. We're almost done. (laughs) Almost done with the season. We're part two of the tell all, but I got to just plug myself real quick. Just real quick here. Okay. Um, First of all, I had some like really special episodes that happened Monday and last Monday that I had some really great, awesome podcasters talk about what they wanted to leave uh, in the pop culture space in 2022. So check that out. If you don't listen to my other episodes, you might like it. You might see some other podcasters that you listen to. Um, you know, check out who they are and see what they say. Anyway, also because it's the first week of January, um, and this is the best time to sign up for the Patreon so you can receive the full benefits of the month. Um, I'm just going to have to plug myself, you know, it's the price of price of doing business. Okay. So I have so many good things over there. You can check out the link in the episode description, but it's patreon.com slash EBBM podcast. And this month I'm going to be dedicating it to the Laguna Beach and Hills universe. And it's really going to be a fun time. I got some fun guests coming up and yeah, hang out, hang out with us over here. Okay. And with that out of the way, let's get down. Let's get down to business. Cause I wrote so many notes. Uh, so part two begins with, 
Suki talking to Mary. Basically where we left off last week where Christine allegedly flipped out over the concept of Cody and Mary getting back together. And Mary says that she doesn't know anything about the situation. For some reason, we're forced to watch Cody do that tongue thing again. Did not add anything to the story. Felt like a troll. So I will not address it further. Of course, now Cody tells on himself. And, you know, how would I describe Cody telling on himself? Because it happens a lot. Um, I wouldn't say there's a beauty in looking into it or even like a silver lining. But, hmm, maybe like... Do you ever at the ocean or at the beach and you see a dolphin breach and you're like, oh, wow, that was nice. And then they go back down. It's kind of like that. Like Cody, when he like makes sense, it's like him breaching the water and you're like, oh, what a marvel. And then he just dives back into that sea of bullshit. And here we are again. So Cody says that Mary or excuse me, that rather that Christine blowing up started with him approaching her about that big house, the big house that she had very been very clear that she never wanted and she didn't want to do. She didn't want to be the basement wife again. And then, oh, I don't know what's, what happened. Then she just blew up about Mary. So then we get Robin's perspective, I guess, if you can call it that. And she says that she was told about this whole Christine flipping out thing from Cody, of course, because who else does she talk to? But then she says at the same time, there was a situation at my house with Christine where Christine was flipping out and I didn't know that those two things were connected. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Like y'all need to say exactly what happened or not. You know what I mean? Like play the games or keep it off the playground. I, it's so unfair to Christine, especially when it comes to Robin to be like, oh, I saw something from afar. And then after the fact, I was told that this is what it was. And, you know, <laughs> okay. I mean, listen, I <laughs> we all know that Cody's like maybe the least reliable narrator of all. But I, I don't know. I, I Suki actually rubbed me the wrong way several times in this part two. And we'll get into it. But personally, to me, Robin seeing something far away and then being told secondhand or thirdhand information does not make this situation fact like at all. So then Suki asks Robin if she feels like Mary and Cody would have reconciled had Christine not put her foot down. And Robin says, well, yeah, because when Cody says and thinks that type of stuff, usually it happens. What are you talking about? What kind of stuff, Robin? <laughs> what, what, what has he executed to completion since you've been married to him other than getting you those houses in in the cul-de-sac what has he done he's thrown you guys into financial ruin <laughs> and familial ruin by moving down to flagstaff for your kid by the way and i think we should always always remind everybody if we're talking about the move to flagstaff we have to talk about the fact that it happened not because cody oh saw the market or whatever but because Rob Dayton got into college in Arizona, that is why everybody had to do and, and move on down to Flagstaff. And also, why the fuck are we giving Christine so much power? <laughs> why are we giving her so much power over her Mary and Cody possibly reconciling? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I thought you were the leader of the family. 
But you're telling me that she flipped out, so you just decided not to pursue a marriage, reconciling with another person because she flipped out one time? This is this is a lie. <laughs> just like that misty-eyed, um, she gave me Rice Krispie treats and I really thought we could reconcile. No, bitch, because we saw you get, by the time y'all got to the highway... You were in love with her in the driveway, but by the time you got to the highway, you were telling her, I'm not coming for you. So this is about an eight minute uh, time span in which you thought you might want to reconcile with Mary, but all of this is somehow Christine's fault. You got all hopped up on those sugar from the Rice Krispie treats and then you crashed and you're like, oh, this is, I made a huge mistake, but that's Christine's fault. Okay. And frankly, I don't really give a shit if Christine didn't want to live with Mary anymore because we find out that basically Mary made Janelle and Christine's lives in early years hell back in Utah. So more on that later. Anyway, Suki goes to Robin. Gosh, it really sounds like this could have changed the whole trajectory of Mary and Cody's life. And Robin's like, yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? Robin, you know what else sucks? Forcing somebody to stay in a situation where they're not wanted so that you can uh, do whatever uh, family culture bullshit you concocted in your mind. Hang on with me, Mary. For what? What does she need to hang on with you for? That fucking sucks. You're keeping her or trying to keep her in a situation that does not serve her at all. That sucks. So we finally get to Christine's reaction to this alleged situation and she's pissed off. She's like, there's no way I would have stopped Cody from reconciling if that's what they both wanted. So Suki goes, well, Robin said that she saw this conversation, like the end of that conversation. And Christine says, I, I think something got twisted because there's no way that I would have said that. I'm so frustrated that he just doesn't know me. He twists my words to somehow think that I would say anything like that and spread that lie. That's a lie. And that's not me, period, period. So then Suki gets back to Mary and tells her that Christine flat out denied this whole story. And Mary goes, well, that's great to know. But again, this is my first time hearing about the whole thing. So like, I just, I don't know what's going on, basically. So then Suki says, well, Robin confirmed the story. And Mary goes, oh, well, that's interesting. Hmm. That's a little heartbreaking to me because... Of the fact that he could have given us a chance and now two years later he's saying absolutely not. I've spent a lot of years full of hope and really looking inward and figuring myself out and becoming a better person and hoping that was good enough, but it's not. He actually said those words to me. It's not good enough. Ugh, he's a monster. Now, I don't think telling somebody that, like what they're doing is not enough for you. Like We all have our needs and expectations or whatever, but... To keep her holding on to that and being like holding this like string of a chance of them getting back together for years to ultimately be like, you know, even though I've put no effort into reconciling, what you're doing is not good enough. Like that sucks. So then Suki asked the question that on the surface, I was like, this is a dumb question, but it served the purpose for getting Mary to admit again that she knows she's not with Cody. So Suki says, so what happens to you now? Do you get to take this information with you and choose like Christine has chosen? And Mary says, I think Cody has already decided. We have a lot of history and I love him. And he's chosen not to love me and not to want a relationship with me. So I think that's what we're sitting with. Yeah. Welcome to 2015, Mary. We're happy to have you. Then somehow the topic gets switched real abruptly because Suki's like, Janelle, 
let's talk about the good times. So we have to watch a whole montage of the high moments, which I don't think included anything from the past several years. It was a lot of um, season one. And even then, we know it wasn't great. A lot of it was footage from Robin and Cody's wedding, which brings me to a clip that I saw on TikTok that I can't remember what season it was, but whew. so, well, I guess it must have been season one or two. They get married in season one. Anyway, um, there's an episode where all the wives go with Robin wedding dress shopping and she's trying on dresses and they're having their great say yes to the dress moment with each other. It's supposed to be bonding. And then they find out, so, you know, like they used to do all those, you know, four or five or how group, group interviews right on the couch. So they were talking about this. Robin is straight up lying, lying, because as it turns out, Cody ends up telling the rest of the wives gleefully, oh, I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Turns out that before they went on this performative wedding dress trip, Cody and Robin went on their own wedding dress shopping trip and Cody picked out the wedding dress for Robin. So then she decides to have this whole fake ass bonding moment. And so they find out in real time, Mary, Christine and Janelle find out you went shopping with her and picked out her dress. And they're all like, (laughs) bitch, you must be joking. And Christine says, you didn't even care what I wore. So it's not even like the fact that she lied. They had this secret moment together and then they tried to cover it up. And then gleefully, Cody could not wait to tell the rest of the wives that they had a secret and that this was really what happened. He was so, and it was so painful to see him take joy in like telling them that knowing that he did not give a shit about any of them or what they looked like at that wedding. He's ugh. Vomitrocious. And this is probably the shit that Robin and Cody have been doing this whole time. Having their cute little, like, we're a twosome and we're, like, so special and our love's so great. And another thing that I want to bring up is that they never, I'm screaming at the TV, I want them to ask Robin and Cody, do you ever consider the timing of when you got together and how much that could have potentially fucked up with Christine? The fact that she was heavily pregnant when they were courting that uh, Cody was at Robin's place when Christine had to take herself into labor. And then after they got married, they went on a fucking two 10 day vacation to San Diego while she was like weeks postpartum with truly like think about the hormones at play. Think about how much, how alone she must've felt. Think about how Christine had this conversation with Robin and was like, girl, this is an excessively long honeymoon and we got a lot of things going on and I'm still, you know, healing from truly bursting out of me. But if this is something that you really feel like you need for your relationship, then I'm fine with that. And she was like, I need it. I need to spend 10 fucking days in San Diego for, for whatever reason, you know, like wild. Anyway, back to the stupid montage. It really didn't bring us much information other than, you know, Janelle getting a little bit weepy over the memories and saying, you know, like, we didn't always get along, but when it was good, it was good. And Mary bringing up a good point of, we were fucking young when we started all of this. Mary was 19 and Cody was 22 when they first got married. 
And let's also let the record reflect that when Robin announced that she was pregnant with um, King Solomon, that uh, the one and mostly only person who celebrated her, the first person, was Christine. So then Cody says that when they first got together, when the family first got together, they were establishing a family that he really didn't know how to establish. And that there were a lot of outside influences from people in their church, people that they associated with. And basically he was living the lives that he, of what he thought people expected of him and them. Right. So then Cody breaks down the dynamic of the family and says that his marriage with Mary was tough, from jump right from the beginning. And so Janelle was brought in, in his words to, um, excuse me, as a blessing of dilution because she was diluting Mary's presence. And then they just kept bringing more and more people into a problem. Then Cody admits that it was probably weird as hell actually to move Janelle into Mary's domain. It was Mary's house. And, you know, that was probably very difficult for everybody. May as well just moved her right into Mary's bed. Then Cody starts talking about how Mary would rule with an iron fist, being really particular about the sort of nylons that they wore, the dish soap. We keep hearing about this. And then he says, you know, I'm in a situation where I'm not even getting along with Mary. And then I bring Janelle into it. And then we bring Christine in. And that's kind of seemed to calm things a bit. And, you know, we were had more of like a unified outlook on things, even though there was a perpetual strain. So then he says that like a week or a month after his honeymoon period with Mary, they were in a storm and they didn't get out of it until she put that banana very closely to her lips. But this is another dolphin breaching moment. Like, I don't understand how he can have so much awareness of this dynamic, but then diving back into the bullshit none of this is his fault somehow it's incredible so suki then asked janelle for her perspective on the early days of the brown family and she basically that mary would complain about everything and then she just laughs she's like i mean i couldn't even tell you what she's complaining about she also brings up this dish soap story mary being nitpicky about whether oranges should be in the refrigerator or not or not things like that so then suki asked janelle why, if you were having such issues with Mary and she was being so shitty to you, why did you not just address it at the time instead of stuffing it down? But Janelle says, listen, I'm not like Mary. Mary is, uh, Christine and Janelle both describe Mary as confrontational, but they also will say that they don't think Mary views what she's doing as confrontational. They just think that she's like, she feels like she's just being honest. But to them, it just comes off as very off-putting and different. Because Janelle says, you know, I was finding Mary's honesty almost offensive at times because I just didn't grow up that way. So Suki asked Christine, what is it that Mary did? And Christine's like, girl, I, I mean, I could get an ulcer just thinking about this stuff. But Suki is like, okay, no, like really, what is it that Mary did? And she's like, you know, it, there were a lot of issues with the kitchen when we were all living together, what time we cooked, um, not cleaning up well enough. It was just all really stressful. And then Christine says, Mary didn't consider herself to be confrontational. And so it would create this confusion with Christine because she would never know when Mary was mad at her or not. And then it just got to the point where she didn't feel safe with Mary. So then finally we start talking about things that 
were in the book and things that we had not really spoken about on the show ever before, which is Janelle moving out in the early days, like back when they were living in, in Utah, like before the, the one house situation. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But of course... Cody's like, well, I don't think Janelle left because of me. I think she was just basically sick of Mary and Christine. Then Cody says that Janelle didn't feel like she fit in and that she would tell him that, oh, me and my mom refer to it as the Mary and Christine club because she was left out. Lusuki asks if Janelle was able to put her emotions aside to join the family again. And Cody's like, well, no, actually, we were pretty well rifted at that point, And we were living in three separate homes. Um, but then Cody says that he called Janelle one day and he said that, you know, I got a job up in Utah. And Janelle says, I don't want to go. I established my life. I'm pretty happy here. Have fun. Which is something that Cody describes as a real shock and unhealthy <laughs> on what grounds sir on what grounds mr brown it, it's <laughs> like you guys were broken up you weren't living together she told you she wasn't happy you know why she left and yet it's somehow shocking to you that she didn't like oh we're moving okay i guess i'll go with you guys <laughs> like that doesn't make sense to me also it seems like a pretty fucking healthy thing to be like yeah i'm actually really here happy and i found a way for myself and i want to continue that away from this toxic environment that i left so so then cody says that he just happened to bring up a house one day and that janelle was intent on them all moving there because they could get back together and that he took that as a reconciliation on janelle's part so, of course, Suki asked Janelle for her perspective on that time. And she says, why does Cody feel like it just got to be too much for you? And Janelle smiles and says, see, I think Cody remembers in a, in a way that works for him to remember because that's not how I remember it. I think he's looking to blame the sister-wife dynamic. And there was conflict, but there were good times, too. And basically, I wanted to stay in Wyoming because I had started to develop a good life. And that's it. I really wish that they had asked about, asked Janelle, like, what changed for you? This is why I'm finding it's difficult. I, I'm, I'm not loving Suki in, in part two. 
Because that's a great question. Because I was always under the impression that Janelle had come into some sort of financial windfall and that Cody basically was like, oh, I found this house and it'll work out. So Janelle, can you kick in some money for it? All roads lead back to real estate with Cody. And I really need him to, to, to unpack that. Then we get back to Cody and Suki asks him if he thought bringing Christine into the family was going to help. And even though, even in this episode, Cody has confirmed exactly that, he says no. That's not why I brought her in. And basically, she asked to be part of this family. And I just felt like I wanted to be cool because Christine was Mormon royalty. And I just felt like that was something that I should do. So when Sukanya says, well, it sounds like this was maybe your ego. And Cody goes, I was a polygamist. It's all ego, baby. (laughs) Now, this marks the second time that he's referred to Suki as baby. And I would just like him to stop. And I'm sure she would have wished that, too. So the thing that really fucks me up with Cody is that he says things that do make sense to me, but he also doesn't really seem to understand that it's more than just unfair, in his words, to have married Christine because of that. It's actually pretty vile. So then we get back to the knife in the kidneys monologue. And at one point they're showing Robin's reaction as they're playing the clip, the reaction of Christine saying, oh, I just want to keep my relationships as they are. And she frowns so hard in that camera, almost like she had never heard this before. Like this was brand new information to her and not Christine directly speaking to Robin in that moment. And I hope you guys noticed when they showed him starting to get revved up, Cody, they showed a reaction of him and he's like, almost like when you watch an award show and they play the scene that you've just got nominated for that's why how he's watching like so proud of himself and that's how i knew this was an absolute performance he practiced he rehearsed he wrote them down and he executed it the way that he thought he did like he was so proud of himself but then when they get to the part where janelle gets up to comfort christine and give her a hug he turns to suki and says see i don't get that i don't don't understand what that is Sukami asks christine how she was able to stay so calm in that moment and it's like well Probably because she was way over Cody at this point. But Christine's like, I honestly, like, I don't know. He's really never yelled like that. Honestly, I didn't know that I was mean to anybody. And I didn't know that I was shunning Robin. I didn't try to do anything like that. Maybe I didn't let her in as much as she wanted. I don't know. But Cody remains that Christine would lose it. Every time she would reconcile or every time he would mention reconciling with Mary and that She would shit-talk Mary and Robin to him for the last couple of years. So then Cody starts to claim that Christine was also talking shit at Janelle at some point. And then he starts to talk about trust and, you know, saying or not saying things around certain people. And so Sue Kanye asks Cody, who do you trust? And he goes, well, I think that's obvious. So she just sits there for a second and goes... Okay, well, then say it. Cody mentions something like, you know, I'm really starting to get pissed off. And then he grabs a cup of coffee or a coffee cup of what I assume was not actually coffee, but like maybe Yoo-Hoo, maybe some apple juice that Ariella squeezed into it. I don't know, honestly, but he says he's going to address that later. 
I'll address my relationship with Robin later. When? When? This is a tell-all. Do you know what this is? Tell-all. Then we get to hear Janelle's reaction to Cody's knife-in-the-kidney speech. And she says there were a lot of nuances nuances in that. Like the sacrifices he made to love her, which who would want to hear that? That's not healthy. And the whole framing of Christine being a bad sister wife, but according to whose perspective? Are you being a good husband to me if you only feel like uh, Christine was a bad sister wife to one other person? Because if you're really married to both women, then you should see both sides. Nobody's ever innocent. Lusuki brings up Robin coming into the family with her cap in hand. Do you guys ever picture Oliver when she says that? Is that what the reference is from? I'm, I'm assuming. Um, so Janelle starts laughing. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's Cody's whole perspective. That Robin was this angel that came in. But nobody's perfect. She's not this perfect saintly person. Suki asks if she's ever seen Christine and Robin butt heads. And Janelle says, listen, this is just the world according to Janelle. I can only speak for myself. But I feel like Cody's a little bit myopic when it comes to Robin's hurt and her perspective versus everybody else's. So Suki asks if they've ever had a conversation. And Janelle's like, no. Like, in the early days, I would try to vent to him about other wives. He basically just shut me down. But it kind of seems like he's taking a different side now. Then we get Mary's perspective on the fight, or the screaming monologue, really. And she says, listen, I've seen Christine be challenging towards Robin before, but I also kind of understand where Christine's coming from because her time was being taken away. Mary also agrees with Janelle that, you know, the sacrifices and the knife in the kidneys comment, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. So Robin tries to play dumbass again, saying, well, yeah, like, I really didn't know what Cody was referring to. And, um, you know, I asked him what he meant by that. And he said that he was actually talking about all the wives, not just me. And all the horrible things that Christine had said about Janelle and Mary and all the things that she's done. Suki then asks Robin if she feels like Christine mistreated her or treated her badly in the beginning and she's like you know in the beginning it was really difficult and I kept thinking we were working through stuff but you know I don't know I don't know like I thought we were okay other than the walls that Christine put up I thought we were fine and this is another thing that pisses me off about Robin is that if there was no issue and you didn't know what he was talking about much like with the boys you're like I didn't put him up to that I have nothing to do I don't know why he's saying that then why don't you correct it we only ever hear her reaction in like after the fact being like oh I don't know I really don't know like if I were her I'd be really pissed that he keeps using me as a reason for you know your marriage breaking up or your issues with your other kids like if that's not the case then you need to correct that shit because it doesn't make you look great either and in fact it's pretty shitty that he would keep throwing you under the bus if there's really no issue with you with the kids or with uh Christine that's actually really fucked up Robin on the other hand of that, Robin basically describes Christine's treatment of her the same way that Christine and Janelle describe Mary's treatment of them. And so if that were the case, you know, I, I don't know. Like, there should be more understanding towards Janelle and Christine for what they had to deal with with Mary. But only we're getting care and things have to be corrected because of Robin and her single tear that truly turns into an ocean. Cody also lies and claims that he really wasn't meaning to specifically point out Robin. He just felt like 
in the moment Robin was coming again with her cap in her hand towards Christine and he just wanted Robin to stop groveling. And I keep thinking about this cap in hand situation. Like I understand that it's supposed to be like she came humble and ready to, you know, like do what she had to do and just sit there and be quiet. Okay, fine. But I also think about the urban dictionary of cap and it's a lie when you're capping your lion. And so, yeah, I mean, I feel like if this is the cap that we're referring to, the urban dictionary definition, then that is the cap that, that Robin's bringing in her hand. Just a handful full of lies. This is such bullshit. Like he's ever going to take up for Mary. Like, like his rage was coming from Jeanette, Christine's treatment of Mary. Get real. You can't tell me that Cody and Robin and probably Ariella when she was in their bed at three o'clock in the morning didn't come up with this to be like, oh no, just say that you were referring to everybody. You were a champion for the people, Cody. Speaking up for all aggrieved wives, victims of Christine Brown. <laughs> like, you don't even like Mary. <laughs> come on. Suki asked Christine about whether or not she was shit talking the other women to Cody. And she's like, I would vent to him sometimes, but. I basically thought we were a partnership. Now, I'm not married, okay? But I feel like, I don't know, between 18 and 23% of the benefits of being married or being in some sort of long-term partnership is that you get to talk shit and vent to other people, to each other. Like, that's part of the charm. So I'm told. So I'm understanding where Christine's like, I just thought we were doing what everybody does, Turns out this was being used against me. Cody also would vent to me about the other wives. So I just thought this was normal. I didn't think I was being mean to anybody. I just thought we were using each other as sounding boards. Yeah, like the way that Cody keeps towards the end of the season, especially, or not really all the season. He talks about, you know, the grapevine and the rumor mill happening in this family. You have 20 plus members of this family and Cody still seems to be under the impression that it is ridiculous that any family member would be talking about other family members. It's wild. Like, I don't understand. Not a rumor mill. It's just people talking. It's just people talking. And you know, an easy solution to not having a bunch of people talking shit about you is to treat them well. Then Suki asks a weird question to Christine, which is when was the moment that you realized that talking to the other or about the other women was not attractive to Cody. And Christine says, I actually didn't know that's what he was referring to. I'm just now finding out. So she's like, I just think it's pretty ridiculous that he considers me being mean venting about my sister wives. So then Suki asked Christine, why wouldn't you just tell Cody? I don't understand what you're talking about because I'm not being mean. And it's like, well, Christine just told you that she's just finding this information out. So I don't know. Like, I feel like she tried to put a lot of responsibility on Christine and Janelle to like try to maintain this relationship. Not, I, when are we ever going to ask Cody, what have you done? What strides have you taken? What efforts have you made to try to maintain these relationships? Are these women rejecting you or are they just tired of you not doing anything? Which brings me to the point of the episode where I laughed so hard, so hard. Suki asks Cody, is, is it just as simple as Christine just, I don't being like, I don't think this works for me anymore. And it has nothing to do with you, Cody. And Cody's like, I would be totally fine with that. If she were to say to me, listen, 
I'm not a good fit here. I have to move on. I can accept that. But what she's actually doing is saying, you broke my baby's heart and I don't respect it. You're a coward and I don't respect it. You pick favorites and I don't respect it. Just name it. She's been shit talking to me. So you heard it here, guys. Cody would love it if he could get out of this situation with no responsibility whatsoever. But what is this bitch trying to do but hold him accountable for his shitty actions? Can you believe that? The nerve of that woman. Can you believe that Christine got mad at me because I didn't want to go to my daughter's spinal surgery? How dare she? Cody goes on to say that Christine has not only left for her own false pretenses that she has roped on not only her kids, but Janelle's kids into the whole situation. And they're all being pulled away from him, including Janelle. And that's what he doesn't understand. She's trying to assuage her guilt by saying that I'm a bad man. And I get it. I get it. Because if she wants to find a man who will trust her, she has to make me a bad guy. Because if you leave a good man then most guys will think that's risky. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Get, cut the Wi-Fi, cut the Wi-Fi, Solomon, cut the Wi-Fi. He's getting this from some some sort of forum. Like he is. And I see exactly what they're doing. They're trying to pull this thing. Like, you know how us ladies always say, if there's a man who says all his ex-girlfriends were crazy, then that's a red flag. And now he's trying to like pull the same thing. Like, oh, if she says that he's a bad guy, then she can be the victim. You're not a good guy. And also, there's no lying to be told here. They could, any of Christine's potential suitors can watch literally 17 seasons of not only her, but your relationship dynamic and how you treated her. So <laughs> you're not in a good space, my guy. Then we get to the part where McKelty makes Christine say goodbye to the rest of the family. And Janelle says about the separation between Robin and Cody and the rest of them. Yeah, you can see it, but you can feel it too. Like I was there and I could feel it. And I could feel that sides were chosen. At one point, they show Robin's reaction, and you could tell that she was trying not to look pissed off in the, for the cameras, but she was really trying hard. And so the result of it is that she ends up kind of looking like a puffer fish because she's like, oh, oh. <laughs> can't control her emotions. And that was funny to me. But Janelle says, 
she feels like McKelty was right ultimately and that they did need that closure, even though it was awkward. But then Janelle says that there was the divide amongst the groups and it was awkward and it felt antagonistic. And she says she felt like at one point Cody could maybe understand the optics of being so far away from everybody. So he, he tried to get closer to the middle, but at that point it was too late. Robin, of course, claims that the reason why they were separated was because of COVID. But come on, girl, like nobody was worried about COVID that badly at, towards the second half of, of 2021. Like, girl, please, please. And also, well, I guess there was the Omni, but whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Like, y'all could have worn masks. There was certainly vaccinations happening, not only across the country, but within the family too. Like, okay, okay, Robin. And then Robin says, you know, I, I would have hugged her, but, you know, it was COVID and it was just hard because I was standing there with the knowledge that Christine didn't want to continue a relationship with me or my kids. And I just didn't know why I was saying goodbye. But I still wanted to show up so that Christine would see that even with all of the rejection that she's given to me. I was still there. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. If you wanted to stand in support of, of Christine so badly, you would not have told the kids that the, if she didn't want to talk to them anymore. Like, I don't understand. Like, I know that I'm not a parent, but the obvious involvement that Robin does with her children is... So crazy to me. They did not need to know that Christine said that at all. At all. None of them needed to know that. What purpose does that serve other than making those kids feel bad? I need Robin to complete a singular thought. A sentence. Without answer a question. Without it somehow turning into you being the victim. She never sees any other part. Like it all roads lead back to her fake crying. And, oh my God, at one point she goes, I hate getting emotional. Bitch, no, you don't. (laughs) You love it. You fucking love it. You fake crying has gotten you into this entire lifestyle, girl. So then Sukanya asks Janelle about Cody being mad that Christine and Janelle ended up reconciling. And Janelle's like, yeah, I don't know. We did a lot of that work before Christine even left the family. So I just don't understand what he was so surprised about. Either Cody was oblivious not paying attention. I don't know. It seems like he's conveniently seeing it one way. She's so over him. (laughs) She is so over him. I'm like, I cannot wait for the announcement. Oh gosh. Three weeks from now where they just finally say, you know what? We're done. We're calling it. So then we get to some real fun. Which is Suki asking Janelle what kind of type she sees Christine with, which I felt like it was a recycled question, but then we get the answer from Janelle and Christine themselves. So (laughs) Suki asks Janelle if she feels like Christine has a type. She's like, well, I think, you know, somebody who just loves her and, you know, she does have a crush on some guy in a fantasy game or something she's got a statue of him in her house i'm i'm honestly not sure what it is but it's a character from a video game that they made into a movie so then christine reveals (laughs) this man is none other than durotan which i did not know who that was so shout out to my friend shira whose husband uh let me know that this is a character from warcraft (laughs) 
It looks like Jason Momoa mixed with a centaur, mixed with like Bob Marley kind of. It, it was a choice. It was a choice. But Christine says, you know, he just, he's a warrior. Duratan's a warrior, but he looks at his wife with so much love. And that's what I'm looking for. And then it just gets better. Kosuki pressures or presses Christine rather for some more, uh, like real people. Act- Can we talk about actual humans that you might have a crush on? And Christine says, <laughs> Christine says, Shamar Moore. Now I'm not laughing because that man is an undeniable smoke show. He is hot, has been since the eighties and will be in perpetuity. I, no shame of that girl. We get it. <laughs> I just want to know how she knows who Shamar Moore is, you know, like, <laughs> I just, because to me, somebody tried to be like, oh, well, you know, they watch TV. And it's like, yeah, I know that. But just in my black person mind, I think that Shamar Moore is black famous. I just don't feel like white people know who he is. I guess he's on Criminal Minds. Is that what that, is, that show is? But in my mind, like, he just doesn't, he's just not on the radar. And so it really tickled me. It really did. <laughs> So then Sukanya and Christine are having like a real girl to girl moment. And Sukanya is like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't throw Shamar Moore out of bed. And Christina is immediately like, ah, Suki, I can't believe you just said that. Oh my God. <laughs> We're wrapping up the episode and Sukanya asks Robin if she would be willing to reconcile with Christine. And she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm always ready, but I would like a relationship to be built on real, real trust and real desire. And that's what I've always wanted to have. Before I fell in love with Cody, I fell in love with the family culture and the one big happy family. And it's something that I'm mourning all the time because they took that away from me. It feels really unfair. And then she takes a moment and says, God, I just get so emotional. I'm so embarrassed when I get emotional. Probably because I just have to sit here and the tears aren't coming. And I just have to keep making these noises and wiping my eyes and acting like my fingers are wet from the tears, but they're not. They're so dry. I'm not crying at all. This is just a response for me to get what I want. So then Robin says that she's angry at everybody. She's angry about what happened to the family. And if she had the power, none of this would be happening because she just feels so cheated. And again... I need somebody to ask Robin the real questions, which is, do you feel like, I don't know, Cody may have sold you a false premise of what this family was like. And you're like, oh, we're on the show season one. We're doing all this performative bullshit because Cody wants to show out for the cameras. And maybe Cody lied to me. Maybe nothing about this relationship was ever good. Maybe nothing about this family was truly functional. They were just faking it the whole time. And Cody was just bringing other people in to make it better. And it only made it worse. Have you have you ever considered that, Robin? But of course, Suki has to ask Robin if she feels like she's the family scapegoat. Which, like, yeah, of course she's going to run at the chance to be like, yes. And on top of that, I jokingly refer to myself as Cody's whipping boy. Because when he does something that they don't like, I'm the one who gets blamed. So Sugi asks, well, why is that? And Robin fake cries again and says, well, maybe I'm just an easy target because I have a tendency to just take it and to not be a jerk about it. 
You know, it's really not in my nature to fight. It just takes a lot for me to do that because I'm more heart. Now you need to remember that next time you keep trying to force people to have conversations with Cody and just say, even if it's hard, because you sit there and don't say anything ever, ever. Because of your heart, right? Your enlarged heart. The episode ends with Sukanya asking Cody about his relationship with Robin and how Robin respects him and their marriage. And so how would you describe your relationship or marriage with Robin? So Cody kind of looks around the stage, you know, behind the cameras on the other side of Suki, looks at his watch at one point and then glances right up at Sukanya and Sukanya goes, what are we, are we running out of time? And Cody says, no, I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> Your wife? Well, Sukanya says, well, what do you mean you don't want to talk about her? You don't want to talk about her? And he just looks away dramatically and goes, no. And so Sukanya goes, okay, well, can I play a clip for you and you can react to it? And he goes, sure. Maybe. <laughs> you little bitch. I mean, he... There... <laughs> Does you not know <sighs> optics, optics, you know what I mean? Like you sitting there and refusing to answer a question about the one person you're in a functional relationship with doesn't help you like at all. I mean, answering it probably wouldn't help you either, but not answering it only makes you, your bitchdom further cemented in the, the annals of history. And so we'll all think about that. <laughs> um, I'm so bummed that, last next week is our last week but hold on guys we're in it finally getting the announcement of uh, Janelle and Christine's several months long at that point rep, uh, separation and I'm oh I'm excited all right thank you guys so much for listening thank me for speaking thank you.